Welcome to the Pinch to Zoom podcast, the show where we zoom in on the latest tech news, products, and trends. I'm Stetson. I'm Gabe. And we're coming at you with a special bonus episode where we're covering Apple's new event where they announced the new Apple Watch, the new iPads, and some exciting new services. Uh, Gabe, you want to share with the audience kind of what you were doing on this trip uh, to watch and consume this episode and how we're going to frame it up to cover all these yeah, different products? Well, today, uh, I've been driving, well, if you don't know, just life update, I'm driving out to Colorado where Setson has already moved Woo! out. I am meeting out there. Or eventually, we'll, we will be YouTubing and living and doing cool Podcasting stuff Podcasting in the yeah, same space. In the same space, not over Zoom. But today, we are testing the ingeniousness of my tech ability and setups on the go. So I had to watch, or not, okay, I wasn't watching, if the police listened to this, I wasn't watching the um, event live while I was driving. I was listening to the event on my phone live while I was driving. And it's it's kind of hard to do that. So what we're doing today, since A, I wasn't sold on these updates, you know, these up, upgrades, I don't, like, in okay, in today's, yeah, in today's world where Samsung is releasing folding phones, LG is releasing a phone that pivots out, Apple just, what did they do today? Well, they just, Gabe, they announced what I think are actually really incredible products that are going to appeal yeah. to a lot of people. We're talking Apple Watch Series 6, Apple Watch SE, Apple Fitness Plus, Apple One, iPad, iPad Air, and they touched on iOS 14. So I think we're going to go through these. <laughs> Let's start with Apple Watch Series 6. I actually thought this was well, a really nice update. Let's start with the event first. The, the little, one thing I did notice about the event, just do you think they got feedback on their last event that those transition flying shots were too long? Because I realized that... Do you feel like it was shorter this time? There was, because there was some in their WWDC event that was, oh, I got to say like 30 seconds long. Some of those flying Maybe. around. Yeah. I actually, it didn't stand out to me. It felt great. I I, I love the event. I think I, I no, I like the the event. What I saw of it too, but I just one thing that I I noticed was someone. It was like there was a directive cut down those stupid flying shots to like less than fifteen seconds or something because they were definitely shorter this time. Either way, yeah, it was basically the same as the WWDC event in that it was all pre-recorded, but kind of it felt a little live. Like they kind of left it loose in a I don't know. In, a, in some ways, definitely not like the Samsung ones, though, for sure. I think it was just well rehearsed. Uh, everyone yeah. was very well spoken. All the graphics and animations that went into the production of this this event, this keynote, were phenomenal. Gabe, if you do have a chance to watch it or any of the promo videos, like I would recommend it. Those are it's incredible the visuals Apple's team is able to to create and yeah. the way they edit it with the music. So I, I always love watching it. Uh, but yeah, they they announced all those devices. Should we go ahead and start in? Like, do you want to dive in with the start Apple Watch? Start it at the top with the Apple series Watch. Series six. I have am to I, pitch a series am six. Am I buying one this year? I think it depends on what your needs are, but I That's do a think no. <laughs> this is a great watch. So Apple Watch Series six. It's available for pre-order starting today. So you could actually go ahead and get your order in uh, right now okay. as we're talking. Available yep. this Friday, September eighteenth. Did they redesign it? We have the same design as before, okay. but we're rocking the Apple S6 chip, which is going to be 20% faster. It has a new always-on altimeter, so you're driving out to Colorado, which is a mile above sea level. Any hikes or outdoor activities you go on, you're going to be able to see exactly how high you are at all times. 
Uh, and no pun, no pun intended there, because weed is legal in Colorado, <laughs> and they didn't introduce, um, uh, I don't know what what you'd call that, a uh, high a meter. You know that is true. They did not. That's but coming they, next year. They now give you the ability to monitor your blood oxygen levels. I will say this: this was one thing I did think was cool, and how this works basically, right, is it shines a light through your skin and measures the reflectivity basically coming off the different molecules of oxygen versus your blood, and then can determine your blood oxygen level. So that, I'll give them props. That looks really cool. What happens when you breathe is your blood, your red blood cells absorb oxygen and change color. And so by measuring the color of the reflected light of your blood, the Apple Watch is able to determine with algorithms your approximate blood oxygen levels, which is sweet. Yeah, this this does look cool. I don't know how useful, knowing like they didn't seem to market, you know, ways that you could. I guess if you're working out a ton, like it's good to see, and maybe you know you're not breathing enough. Like it's how they leverage this data, which is going to be interesting, right? Through reminders and stuff like that. Of hey, maybe you need to take, you know, breaths before. The only way they'd know is if what your heart rate was. You know, they. I guess if you were probably yeah, related to heart rate, heart rate I think and stuff. So it just gives them more data. Basically. All of this comes together to help establish what your baseline is, yeah. and then from there, you can tell if you're more heavily exerting yourself, if you're you're breathing harder, and if you're pushing yourself further to work out. Those are great features. Also, while you're out hiking, the always on display. That's a new feature, and what makes it new is it's well, now it was, two and a half times yeah. brighter. When you're outdoors, so you can actually see the watch. They introduced uh, always on last year, but this is now is brighter. Brighter while outdoors, specifically. Okay. So I think if you're <laughs> inside, if the ambient light isn't strong enough, then it's going to be not. the same brightness as it was Question before. Question is big for me and related to this is battery. Yeah. So this is one of the the one of the things I wanted to touch on. Um, they didn't mention battery. That doesn't that doesn't bode well, Stetson. So let's just, let's just you know, yeah. Take off take off your Apple advertising cloak for right now. That this does not. Well. That's an alarming yeah. thing to me because yeah. that was the biggest problem with the Series Five. Now I'm hoping the new processor, the S6, with the 20% boost in performance, will also impact the battery life, have greater efficiency to be able to power this watch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think. You know, with that and with sleep tracking, which is a nice feature to have, but if you're always wearing this, it might be a little bit more challenging to juice up or you might be charging it more frequently. Yeah, that's something they haven't really addressed. Uh, the fact that, yeah, if you're using it for sleep tracking, how, when do you charge it? I mean, the good thing is if they can implement some fast charging, then it would be a lot easier. Uh, but speaking of charging, I know one thing is they aren't including USB charger now in the box. Is that correct? This is correct for the Apple Watch Series 6, the sort of standard aluminum edition. Yeah. And it's also going to be true for the Apple Watch SE. However, the 5-watt power adapter will be included with the Apple Watch Edition and Hermes models. Okay, so I think the big thing everyone really cares about, you said available to pre-order today. Uh, the big thing is pricing for all this. Pricing. You're looking at the same pricing as before for the Series 6. Three ninety nine for the forty millimeter version, four twenty nine for the forty four millimeter version, and you add a hundred dollars to each of those if you want the LTE variant. Now, speaking of LTE, Gabe, we actually had something interesting here. We had okay. the family setup. 
where yeah, I, I did hear this. This sounded very much like a smart move on their part, and I'll let you explain why. I think it's both smart, brilliant, and stupid. It's brilliant because all of a sudden, what Family Setup does is you no longer need to have an iPhone, or rather your own personal iPhone, to activate, use, and enjoy an Apple Watch. This means parents can purchase Apple Watches for their kids to monitor their location, send them messages, stay in touch with them uh, without the kids needing a separate standalone iPhone. This is a great way for the kids to get active and engaged in fitness. There's a special mode dedicated for being at school and focusing uh, with a very distinctive yellow watch face so teachers can recognize that the watch is functioning as a watch and won't be used uh, as a smartwatch. Um, so it's brilliant that Apple has opened up this market to new consumers, kids, but it's stupid, in my opinion, because this feature requires a cellular model and it requires... So it's more expensive. That's correct. So it's going to be $100 more expensive and it requires the cellular plan. Mm. For You have to use it with pretty much one of the major providers uh, and you're looking at Verizon charging $10 a month, T-Mobile $10 a month, AT&T $10 a month, and there may be an associated activation fee ranging from $20 to $45. Uh, so I dislike that extra cost. You're looking at $120 a year on top of the cost of the Apple Watch. I think you should just grab your kid a used phone at that point and, and use yeah. like parental controls on that. Yeah, that's potentially seems like a more attractive offering. This is the thing with this whole Apple Watch event here. Really seemed like, you know, in lieu of introducing a radical overhaul, which I think people tend to concur is coming next year with Series 7, which, great, we're already talking about next year's Apple Watches. That's always Hey, that's, that's you, Gabe. I didn't bring yeah. that up. Uh, but in, in lieu of a huge overhaul, basically, they seemingly, you know, introduced a couple features here and there, but then really focused on expanding who they could market this to, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, we can market to kids and families now. We can market to, with the new watch faces, they introduced watch faces that were geared towards activities. So one I know I saw they were talking about for surfing, and one that really piqued my interest was about photography. That was great. And you yeah. could you know, see right on your wrist, oh, when's the sun setting, when's golden hour, what's it looking like, and stuff like that via, I think it's the Lumos app. And so I, you know, that stuff is very useful potentially but also really seems like apple you know in one way to look at it pushing who they can sell this to but also i guess making it more useful for some people is what they would say they want to make it so people can imagine themselves using this apple watch and yeah. how it will help improve their lives yeah. now i think you know who they can market this watch to really pulls in to the apple fitness plus subscription they launched but before we go there let's finish off with the apple watch se yeah. Because so this was so three ninety nine and four twenty nine starting for the Apple Watch six series. Now they correct. didn't dis, now they didn't just like do what they did previously and just push back last year's model or previous year's model to a uh, you know less expensive price. They kind of did what they did with the iPhone SE, right? Where they packaged the same processor into a cheaper body, right? It's it's I actually hope. a different processor. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So it Not is so more good. of it's more of a refresh to the Series 5, but yeah. it comes in at a lower price point. So Apple Watch SE starts at just 279 for the 40 okay. millimeters and $309 for the 44 millimeters. Now, if you want LTE, uh, it's actually less than $100. Huh. So the LTE upgrade goes from, it's 279 
and it's actually 329 for the 40 millimeters, so 279 to 329. So $50. No, $60. Yeah, so I think that's $50. That, that's $50. a 50, yeah, just 50 bucks. Yeah. And then for the other one, uh, it goes from $309 to $359 so, for the yeah, $50 more instead of $100 more, which is interesting. Very any, nice. Any idea why? Well, it's just a cheaper watch. And I think with the targeting of the family setup, that's who Apple Watch SE is for. It's for True. the kids. Okay. So they want it to be a little bit cheaper. Uh, yeah. Key differences. No yep. ECG monitoring. That was okay. a feature in Series 5. Yep. There's no always on display, again, in Series 5 and 6. No blood oxygen type. It has, again, that older S5 processor. And interestingly, because it doesn't have the always on display, I'm hypothesizing this watch could actually get better battery life. Hmm. That would be really interesting to see because this is essentially a Series 5 without the ECG and without the always on display, which would be two things that definitely take up a lot of battery life. That's true. And you're still getting pretty much all the same stuff as before, uh, including the family setup. You're still getting that compass and always on altimeter. Yep. And you're still getting the sleep tracking, fall detection, and the new watch faces. So, so it's a lot of a lot of stuff that's similar with you know the watch OS seven we're on now. Yeah, I think that's that's super confusing. Apple, come on, just one number off. And so watch OS seven also stuff that's similar with uh, you know the new watch as well. But then it's cheaper, cuts out a couple of premium features here. That, that does look more appealing. Maybe that's the way I get it. Apple Watch. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm actually thinking of upgrading to this because yeah. with my Series 3, I'm missing out on a lot of the key watch faces. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you are able to sell your watch used, uh, that's also great. And you had mentioned no charges in the box. This is part of Apple's initiative to be more green and sustainable, which I appreciate. They're using 100% recycled rare earth elements. Uh, it's 100% recycled aluminum case. And they're sourcing materials from responsibly managed and forests. Everyone does pretty much have a USB charger nowadays. It's so true. And, yeah. you know, your iPhone comes with one. Your Apple Watch well, comes with well, one. Will the iPhone still come with one? We'll find out Possibly next not. month. Uh, the question I have, they talked about bands. You know, yeah, bands to make them bands. Dance. That's not what I'm talking about. They were talking about the bands on your wrist. And I saw one that looked interesting, but also kind of cheap and mainly i think aimed at kids was the like solo band they called it the solo loop solo loop sorry yeah uh and this was the one that just is looks like a stretchy band like that you'd it's, have. it's like a rubber band it's just a stretchy yeah. band one size fits well not one size let's let's be clear there are yeah, actually true. 12 sizes yeah. and you gotta I, have more more than one size for sure you print out a tool on apple's website or you can use string or something to measure you measure your wrist and then you'll know which of the 12 sizes is which size you. range you fit in yeah this this doesn't don't you think this seems aimed at kids for sure absolutely i don't yeah. i don't really like the design uh but no, apple says either. it's comfortable i actually like loki really liked the braided solo loop this okay. this reminded me a lot of like those friendship bracelets you used to yeah. get like those braided rope that's what it looked like to me I, I yeah I really I really I dig the it. style. Yeah, I get it. Right? It does look kind of cool. Uh, the thing will be interesting is how durable these are. I think it's going to be the big question as someone who's used a lot of the Fitbit similar uh, silicone watch uh, bands and such, and they kind of eventually they break down. I'm so on, how 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 much are they going to cost and how long are they going to last? I think it's fifty dollars each because yeah. they're that's the price. Nice, nice premium Apple pricing there. And. Sure. My watch is going on three years and holding up pretty well, okay. well so I'm feeling a good. Good testament, at least. 
And we got to talk about those new colors, Gabe, because that is the key reason why you buy every new product is yeah. the new color. We're looking at red and blue finishes for the Apple Watch. Okay, I already ordered now. Done. Yep, that you was all I needed. Blue. Uh, no, so yeah, the blue is a nice thing, a nice color potentially. Does get to show off that you got this year's model and is likely what is all, we're all gonna all gonna see with the what iPhone 12 and 12 Pro when they are released in you know later this month or October. Oh, they'll be matching. It'll be all right. So let's pretty. move. We've talked enough about the Apple Watch. Time flies. You know we're, we got to move on, and so let's talk about the big thing. Honestly, I think of this event was Apple subscriptions and their new services that they offered. So start with the fitness thing. Yeah. Okay, this so it looks really interesting and is potentially a huge new source of revenue for Apple. This is legit. So it's Apple Fitness Plus. It's coming in late 2020. And what it is, is a fitness subscription service. What Apple is providing is if you pick up a new Apple Watch, you're getting three months included for free. If you're an existing Apple Watch owner, you're getting one month included for free. Otherwise, it's 10 bucks a month or $80 a year. And the subscription is available for up to five family members. So Gabe, like we could split this five bucks a month easily way cheaper than any gym membership will be, especially now that everyone is working from home. Like the timing of this announcement is incredible. And what you're yeah, getting as if, is- As if gyms needed, needed another hit to their revenue. <laughs> nail in the coffin. Yeah, great. Thank you, Apple. So what Apple does is you choose a fitness class to participate in. And you watch the class on pretty much any one of your Apple devices, your phone, your iPad, or your Apple TV. And during the class, when you tap to watch the video, this is so clever, you tap to watch the video, the workout automatically starts on your Apple Watch. And then all of your statistics are tracked and they display on the screen. So you this, can- This was the best thing. Yeah, This was so fact- cool. The fact that they display real time on whatever screen you're using is huge. As someone who has used uh, my Fitbit and stuff to track and trying to, when you're you know full out sprinting on the treadmill, pull up your wrist and like flick it so it turns on and look at it and be like, all right, maybe I have to switch screens to see what my heart, yeah, it's, I've almost died several times. And so the fact that they are now putting that on a screen is really cool and I feel bad for Fitbit really like they got to get bought by Google quickly I mean that has to get approved to go through because the integration that Apple can do because they are used you know it's all the same devices is really appealing to a lot of people me me included me raising my hand because that's something that you don't get you know if you're using a Fitbit with an Apple device or a Fitbit with a Google device or a Garmin with a Google device like they can't do that because it's not the same company you know exactly Popular workouts that are included here are treadmill, walk, and runs, hit workout, dance, rowing, cycling, core, strength, yoga. I got really into yoga, so I'm curious yeah. to see what that's like, and just a mindful cool down. So, and they even, actually, I thought this was really clever. You know, if you've been feeling like you haven't been working out as much as you'd like, you're feeling, you know, maybe you've been sitting at a desk all the time, they have an introductory program that just kind of warms your body up gets you used to doing a little bit more activity and exercise uh, and eases you into a more active lifestyle. So I think that's great. Yeah, I and think these are gonna be very popular. The interesting thing also is the, in, um, not integrations, but like brand, um, the way they've partnered up with different companies. So Best Buy uh, and CVS are the two right here that we have. Yeah, what are mainly. the perks for that? So it looks like Best Buy customers are gonna get six months 
of Apple Fitness Plus free with the Apple Watch purchase. Which I, did we mention that three years are going to be included when you buy an Apple Watch and it's three every months. Apple three yep. months, sorry. Yep. And every Apple Watch owner currently is going to get one month free. Yep. They're going to try to try to feed you a little bit of it, get you hooked. But then uh, a Best Buy customer, if you buy your Apple Watch from them, which Best Buy is a good way to go. I mean, it really depends on their, you know, a Best Buy or Apple. I'd say is the two places to buy your Apple device. Uh, but Best Buy, you'll get six months free. And the CVS Caremark member, which I guess every company has some sort of membership or something, uh, you can get uh, one year free of Apple Fitness Plus. Yep. Um, and which, yeah. I think that's a great deal. And I'd probably try and buy from Best Buy to get that promotion, to be honest, because I'm yeah, genuinely interested in trying this out. That's like 60 ducks. 60 ducks. No, 60, 60 ducks. Just this 60. flock flies <laughs> over our house. Oh yeah, my God, here they come. It's poultry and bird. Uh, math is what we're doing now. No, I think this is a very appealing thing. I think you're going to get a lot of people trying it because they are working from home. And, you know, I think, yeah, if you and I signed up for together or got a couple other people, like that drops the rate and how much per person you're paying. So yeah, it's, cheap. if you share the subscription, it's two bucks a person. Workout yeah. times also range from just five minutes to 45 minutes. So it can fit comfortably within your schedule. And Apple has said, they're going to be having new workout classes, I think, every week. In my opinion, that's an ambitious schedule, but I believe them. It looks like they built out a dedicated production studio for these classes, and they're really trying to add value with their subscription services. So not only will people be more motivated to buy an Apple Watch, but they'll be more willing to sign up and participate in a Fitness Plus membership or possibly an Apple One membership. Gabe, did you yeah, hear about this? What? Move on. I did see this, and it looks very exciting. The sad thing, right off the bat, unfortunately, they didn't update their iCloud pricing. Your problem is not solved. My problem is not solved, but maybe it is solved because if I go for the premier um, highest tier option, I get two terabytes of iCloud, which usually would be $9.99 a month. And then basically everything else is $20 a month that they're included. So let's break it down. Yeah, this is Apple One. We've known about this for a long time. This is their all-in-one bundle, but basically the way they're going to upsell you to use all their new services that they've... Like, it's insane how many new services they've rolled out in the past, what, year and a half? Yeah, they've Apple's done a great job. So what do yeah. you get included? What are the different options for Apple One right. and what's included? So the individual starter plan is $14.95 a month. You're going to get music, TV+, Apple Arcade, and 50 gigabytes of iCloud. Now, this... That seems pretty, like, okay, so right off the bat, they should have included more iCloud. Come on, Apple, what world are you living yeah, in? Yeah, this is actually questionable for me because the music and TV Plus are 15 bucks. so yeah. really the only perks here are Apple Arcade, which I doubt too many people are using, and a $1 a month subscription to iCloud. Well, I would, I would say even TV Plus, I don't think that's that useful thing. I know it, yeah, it's like they have some good shows here and there, but... They don't have that much content, so it's a, TV Plus is the type of thing you sign up for one month, binge a show, and then discontinue the subscription. Completely agree. I would probably yeah. go for Apple Music and then just grab like iCloud 200 gigs for three bucks a month, and that would be my individual plan. Yeah. See, I don't think they're gonna. They're not. They don't have the incentive now that they have these bundles to, you know, adjust their pricing for the individual stuff, uh, and make a more enticing because basically they want to make these plans look more enticing right yeah so what are they doing with family because this one looks really yeah, nice this, this one looks potentially again 
the ability to share with up to five other people, you're getting the same services as uh, the individual one, except for you're getting 200 gigabytes of storage. However, I'm imagining that 200 gigabytes is shared among everyone. It, that's correct. So it's 200 so, gigabytes as a pool. That's not very enticing. If you're using it though with only two people, though that is actually an improvement on the individual one, or actually three people even, that you're still getting an improved because uh, you're getting 66 gigabytes of storage. No, is that right? I don't yeah. know. Either way, yeah. It would basically, it would be less than the individual and getting more storage. But either, yeah, I don't... Let, let's move on to the Premiere. This is the one that potentially could be enticing because right now I'm currently... What services are you using from Apple? I'm just paying for Apple iCloud $1 okay. a month, the 50 okay, gig yeah. plan. I'm paying for two ninety nine for the iCloud for 200 gigabytes and I think that's it. Yeah, oh, I'm using TV Plus free, and I paid for Arcade for a little bit, but it wasn't worth it. So for $29.95 a month, you're getting iCloud, two terabytes, which is $9.99, basically. That's, I think that's the thing that most people use from Apple, right? Is that safe to say? I think iCloud Drive and Apple Music are Apple the big Music, ones. Okay. Those were the so, first ones. So Apple Music is how much a month? 15 bucks for family, and this is a family plan. No, no, no. the Premiere is? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So premieres a family. You can share. But I'm just talking about people. one. If you're, if you are, let's just say two people, because in our case scenario, right? Yeah. So Apple Music, fifteen bucks a month. Yeah. iCloud would be nine ninety nine a month. Yep. And then so that right there is twenty five dollars a month. And so and for then the five extra bucks, five extra getting, dollars you're getting. Yeah. TV Plus, Arcade, News Plus, and the Fitness Plus. Premiere seems like the way to the way to go if you can split that up potentially among a couple people. Whereas the family plan. If you split it up, you're only getting 200 gigabytes of storage. Splitting that up among more than two people is crazy. So go with the Premiere route, I think. Get, you know, two to five people, and it's actually a, a good deal, potentially. I think the strategy here is great because with Premiere, you're sneaking in some of the services people may not be using. I'm personally yeah. not using News Plus, and I'm not using Apple Arcade. But I feel like yeah. if I were to get Premiere, I'd be like, hey, these are included for free. I might as well try them out, see well what the value is. And then later, if I went to Switch, I don't know if I could lose some of those services. You like maybe be in, right? really engaged in a game in Apple Arcade or be hooked on a TV show. So, Well, I think it's more music, right? They know if you get people hooked in the music, they got all their playlists and stuff in that music. Like Spotify right now, that's why I mainly use. It's kind of hard to switch if you have to go to a new music platform. I will say though, right now, just as you know, we were thinking of potentially sharing a plan, right? So if you're using our case scenario of two people sharing a plan, the Premiere plan, fifteen that bucks is, a month for that—that's incredible. Fifteen dollars versus the individual of fifteen dollars a month, and just people compare the side by side. It's insane, you know. For fifteen dollars a month with the Premiere sharing it with another person, you're getting instead you're getting the News Plus and Fitness Plus, plus an additional. Um, what is that? 1.95 terabytes of storage. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. Find a buddy, team up, and get the Premiere plan for the Apple One. Uh, it's not actually available right now. It's coming this fall, so they have until December 21st technically to release this. We'll see how long they take. I I'm, imagine I imagine it'll come out probably uh, around the iPhone event. Yeah, that's what I think. Along the iPhone event, and yeah. what's interesting is last year they included Apple TV Plus with the new iPhones. With the do new purchases. Do you think they're going to do that this year? I don't think. I think that was, maybe they'll include like a month of Apple One is what they'll do, right? Or maybe three months of Apple One, 
with any new purchase of any Apple device. That's smart. I think it'll right. be the individual subscription probably. Like Yeah, probably the individual subscription of Apple One for three months or for a month or something. And yeah, they did the year because they wanted to get people hooked with TV Plus and they didn't have that much content. And hopefully they then got you hooked with the show. Second seasons will be coming out soon and you're going to be like, oh no, my subscription expires in November or whenever you signed up for the free year. And then, oh, I guess I got to get Apple One. One thing I want to mention quickly before we, yeah, before we move on, you yep. had mentioned getting people hooked on Apple Music, and what's brilliant is Apple Fitness Plus uses playlists from oh, Apple Music. Wait, what? And if you're an Apple Music subscriber, you can just tap to add the playlist to your personal library to listen to the workout playlist anytime you want, whether you're working out or not. How cool is that integration? does look pretty cool. I did see, where is it? Um, was it Spotify that filed? Yeah, up? Spotify is uh, firing yeah. back at Apple right now. I put that at the very, actually I didn't put it anywhere in our document that we're using right now. Yeah, but yeah, they, they I think, did they actually do a lawsuit technically? Um, they did, did they one just previously, and yeah. I think this one it's was just a, a public statement. statement. Yeah. They said it's a threat to collective freedom, which is pretty bold to just go out there and you know all right take on take on apple you know i guess hey fortnite did it with uh epic Games, so spotify is going to jump in now they said they said actually here's their statement they said once again apple is using its dominant position and unfair practices to disadvantage competitors and deprive customers by favoring its own surfaces and what you said there about the you know apple music being integrated with apple fitness plus it there's there's a hint of you know, yeah, that's pretty pretty terrible. You think Spotify. it's terrible? I mean, it's bad for Spotify, but do you think Apple's in the wrong here? Like, it's such well, a anti-competitive. Basically, means by owning a platform, you're then. Uh, it, I don't know. I'm not going to get into the whole legal thing of this. It's. I think we will see a bit of a reckoning and pushback from uh, maybe the government, but definitely these companies. Uh, you know, saying, yo, this is kind of becoming a point where these companies, you know, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook are so huge that they have to be regulated so that they don't push out these smaller companies, you know, like Spotify, like Epic Games and such. It'll be I'm interesting not, to see I'm where it goes. I'm not sure, though. Like, if you think about going to, let's say, a, a spin okay. class, right? Yep. Spin instructor has their own playlist. Maybe they're using Apple Music. When you leave the class, you can use Spotify again. Like, they're just using the music in the service and when you leave yeah, but the that's, workout that's one spin instructor versus every spin instructor working together to only use spotify or only use apple music i don't know well, we're getting a little sidetracked anyways let's move on to the other thing that apple released here the, the iPad. ipad yeah so it was mainly mainly an apple watch event that was the first thing but they did update the ipads and notably not all the ipads we didn't see an update for the ipad pro obviously because that was updated in the spring and we didn't see an iPad mini update. I was so, so sad about that. I, I think do like my little iPad mini. So the I'm reason glad it's still why, the newest one. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why, I think, is because the regular iPad is such a good value now. So what happened here... I agree, yes. Got upgraded to the A12 Bionic chip, which is 40% faster CPU, two times faster graphics. It has an Apple keyboard and Apple Pencil support. This is the original Apple Pencil and sort of an origami keyboard, so not the magic keyboard, uh, but still it's got FaceTime HD, eight megapixel camera, gigabit class LTE. Do you notice, wait, FaceTime HD, 
that mean, might be se- that might be 720p actually. I hate how they whoever HD. said that they could use HD as for 720p should be fired because that's that's so wrong that it if was, it doesn't have the full HD it's not 1080, you know. It was really kind of a smaller update, but the yeah. iPad didn't really need a big update. It was already a great device, already a great value starting at just $329. Yep. And Apple took the time to mention it's just $299 with the Apple Education discount. This yeah. is for schools. This is no, this is for schools, and really the the iPad, the entry level one. Well, I guess just it's just called the iPad. The big selling feature is the price for this one. This is kind of like the iPhone SE and the Apple Watch. Yeah, it does have a lot of the features and you know works in with the Apple ecosystem. So that's one selling feature. But the other thing is for how much you're paying, you're getting access to all that you know the, the stuff that you can do with an Apple device. Yeah, starting at three twenty nine and then two ninety nine for education. This is a very enticing iPad. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I like the smaller size of a regular uh, iPad mini. Sure, I, I feel you on if that. I'm, you know, if I, if I want a device that's just a fun media device. But potentially, though, I, I was looking at the iPad Air, which is the other one that they announced. Yeah, should we just jump uh, to that? Yeah, this is... I like the design is what I like. I don't even have to one. sell you on these. Wow, like it sells, this, it this sells is the, itself. This is the only one that, because I, I think it's just because it was the only one they really redesigned of all the devices they announced today. iPad right? Air got huge improvements. Yeah. It's basically an iPad Pro at this point. Well, not the LiDAR. It's so the key differences yeah. between the new, the new iPad Air and the iPad Pro is the iPad Air is missing LiDAR it doesn't have the 120 hertz refresh rate, and it doesn't have Face ID. Besides that, Apple upgraded this with the new A14 Bionic chip, which is a five nanometer process and up to 40% faster than the A12 Bionic, which was used in the previous iPad Air. Now, yeah. that's- Is it faster than the iPad Pro though? Because the iPad it Pro is, is a, 12G. It's a 20 It's a 20% boost, Jeez. I think, over the 12 the iPad Pro, I, I believe that's my understanding. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah. Apple just is, they went all out with this. So, I mean, what do you like about design? What's, what's new with iPad Air? So the design is, it's, I don't know. Would you say it's, it's an like, iPad Pro. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah. It's, it's this design that I think is generally the consensus is it's what we're going to see with the iPhone 12, right? Yeah. Flat you? edges, anodized yeah. aluminum and Gabe, your favorite color. I don't no, know if it's your favorite. Have, do they have it? They have five colors with this one. They have the sky blue, but it's not actually. They don't have that royal blue. Mm, that's true. Yeah, but they new have colors space here. gray, silver, rose gold. So that one's coming back. And green, what is the green they call it? Sorry, I clicked, they just call it green. Sorry, that one's boring. And sky blue. So I, I don't know. It's just an interesting product, I think, because it's the only one that they actually really made any changes to and updated the physical design of. Uh, yeah, but it starts at five twenty five ninety nine. Sorry, uh, for the sixty four gigabyte. Which, come on, sixty four gigabytes in today's world. But hey, I guess we're doing that. And then uh, two hundred fifty six gigabyte version is seven forty nine for the cellular. Then there is a Wi Fi cellular version. All right, let me click on that. How much is that? Do we have the pricing? Uh, uh, seven seven twenty nine. Yeah. For the for the sixty four gigabyte, or it is eight seventy nine for the 256 gigabyte yeah that's that's still pretty expensive though so i don't know it's 
basically you, as yeah. powerful as the pro and but 200 camera stuff and 200 dollars less yeah yeah it, it, it I that's mean, it huge looks, it looks really nice i, I will give it that and it and works with the magic keyboard that's that's what i was going to say exactly you get the same support for the second generation apple pencil and the magic keyboard slash smart keyboard folio so yeah i mean if i was to get an ipad right now i would probably go with the ipad air you have That'd to be the do it because Either... it's the newest one and i don't really need the lidar thing on the back exactly exactly yeah. i mean this is basically a performance boost of the ipad pro two years ago more yeah or less. would you i mean you have the ipad pro from yeah that's that what one? i have i think it's yeah. the 28 2019 was it or maybe it was 2018 yeah would you think of getting this one not at all no because it's okay. the same one as what i have okay it's just so the best option for new ipad customers so this is a little bit like the iphone se and the way they took an old pro model and made it affordable ish ish yes it's it, not as yeah, yeah. that's kind of weird say, there's no way to call the ipad air affordable but it's more affordable than the ipad pro for sure and yeah if you're going to get an ipad now and you're looking for something quote unquote pro i think the ipad air is probably the way to go until they do update that pro uh next march or february whenever this gets they choose me super to do excited it. all right three yeah. things i want to quickly okay. touch on yeah uh, almost, first thing almost done touch id what are your thoughts about oh, apple bringing whoa, back touch id uh, I do. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about how they did this? Sure. What they did is Apple took, you would think, all right, a lot of companies are doing under the display fingerprint readers. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what they did. Nope. No. It's actually back under the power button, which is probably well, not, this... not back because they never did that. Well, it's in a no. new shape. And it's no, underneath... Apple never, Apple never put it under the, oh, sorry. But now, yeah, the power button's now on the side. Sorry. Well, I, it used I... to be under the home button. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's back, but instead of being under the home button, the home button yeah. is gone for the new edge-to-edge -edge liquid retina display, which we are just mentioning now. Yeah, but, it's like what Samsung did, right? Samsung has done this. Yeah, so it's underneath the power button, and I think it's a clever design. Apple's yeah. promising the same performance as before, and quite honestly, it might be a better user experience. So I've noticed with my iPad, I kind of have to tilt it up at my face or move my body around to unlock it to get that face ID to recognize. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, the Touch ID sensor may be just a better, easier experience. And, you know, if someone's looking to buy an, an iPad or maybe even switch to this model, that could be great. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say one thing I'm now looking at between the iPad Air and the regular iPad. One thing I think is a big thing, granted, it doesn't warrant the huge price jump, but is the stereo speakers, I think. Yeah, um, as, those, are, you know, those are great. These are primarily for a lot of people media devices. And, you know, I have the iPad mini. One reason why I would rather often watch stuff on my smaller iPhone is because the speakers are way better on the iPhone than they are on the iPad mini. The iPad mini just comes out of the bottom like the old school uh, iPods and, and iPhones and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, the iPhone and then this iPad Air has that like surround sound multi-speaker setup. It's great. The yeah. second thing I wanted the second to touch thing, on- Second thing, sorry, I, I jumped in. Was we're gonna, we're gonna each USB throw things in. <laughs> type C. Okay, yeah. But what do you think about that? That's new for this iPad Air. Previous iPad Air was running on lightning. Yeah, I think that's great. And they do, I know we said they don't include a USB charger in the watch. They still are including a 20 watt charger, a USB charger in the iPad Air with the USB-C charging cable. So you're getting a little bit faster charging, right? Than the 
Yeah, I uh, believe it was 18 watts previously. Yeah, than the lightning cable could provide. And I think, you know, I hope eventually they will bring the iPhone over to that so you don't have to have, all right, here's my iPad and computer charging cable. Here's my, you know, right? It'd be That's great if you could just have one charging cable. The but dream. We can dream on. Or you could just go with the Samsung or Android device and have that. Okay. And what's your third thing? Third thing I want to touch on, what do you think this means for iPhone? So are we going to be seeing Apple A14 in the new iPhone 12? Will there be a fingerprint reader underneath the side power button? Uh, and yeah, I guess what are, what are your quick thoughts on that before okay. we see the event probably next yeah, month? Yeah, I think we'll see an iPhone iPhone have the A14 chip and then the Pro will probably have the A14X. I don't know. I think they'll put some name on it to differentiate it a little bit and maybe make it seem cooler. Do you think they'd go back to Touch ID? I don't know. I feel like Face ID is great, but maybe the Pro has both. Yeah, honestly, with, I'd be with okay with that. Wearing face masks nowadays, I so often am in a store wanting to use Apple Pay, and I have to double click, and then I, I enter my passcode in. Like, That's the worst. I hate it that. It seems like we've taken a step backwards all of a sudden because face masks you know, are the way to go, uh, and they're the future for at least another year probably. So let's design phones that, you know, work around that people would easily be willing to pay a premium for touch id i think yeah i honestly think if they put touch id in the power button the side power button yeah. of the iphone that would be great i think that would be the fastest unlock experience possible and it could be like two point of verif verification too yeah so i love that and yeah. not only that like when you go to use apple pay because i've had this problem too is you have to wait a frustrating amount of time before it even prompts you to enter your passcode but yeah. you double click the power button your, your fingers stays, right there boom that's what i'm talking yeah. about well that would be exciting i don't know it feels like a stretch to see apple going above and beyond to include two forms of identification we but, may see that on the pixel though that's actually coming out ah well well i guess you'll have to stay tuned for that because they announced september. that's september 30th yeah we'll see that then uh, yeah, that's it for today, though. Uh, well, one uh, one last thing. That was everything oh, no. we covered. The one more thing is iOS 14. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. We uh, did not predict that. Typically, that's true. We were like, well, we said it, it would come out maybe like by Friday or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we said, yeah, Friday the first week. Apple sprung it out tomorrow. So get excited. Get ready if you have an iOS device. Or I think the Apple Watch is... Actually, I don't know if they explicitly said watchOS is coming out, too. But iOS 14 is definitely coming out tomorrow. No, they're all coming out tomorrow. Not macOS. No, except for macOS. iPadOS, iOS 14, watchOS, and tvOS 14 Sweet. are all going to be coming out September 16th. I'm already on the beta version for iPadOS. I don't know about you. I'm not. I haven't joined uh, any of the public betas, and it looks like I don't have really, to. Really nice for the iPadOS. I can say my, my early review is... You know, I, I, I'm using it, and I'm like, oh, wait, when that feature come out? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the new iPadOS 14. So really cannot wait for the live widgets and all that stuff. People go download that tomorrow, potentially, except for if you really need your phone for work and, you know, all the applications to work on it, maybe wait a couple days because sometimes they do have some bugs between certain applications and the new operating system. That's one, my only caveat. One thing I want to quickly mention here yep. is on Reddit, there was a great post about this. Typically, devs get one to two weeks notice. Uh, they can use the Goldmaster iOS 14 before they mm -hmm. update their apps, find and fix any last bugs. With the 24-hour notice, developers now need to basically crunch out the final builds of their app for the launch tomorrow. And the big dilemma is Xcode. 
Apple's programming tool that you use to develop their apps yeah. is also in beta. So the developers oh, fun. need fun. And you can't publish an app built from an Xcode beta. So developers yeah. need the Xcode to come out of beta. Then they need to build their final release of the app for the iOS 14 Goldmaster Edition coming out tomorrow. It's crunch time for the de developers, so shout out to them. We appreciate all your work. Yeah, so maybe I was really right. That definitely hold off. Yeah, definitely hold bit. off a couple days because you need everything to be optimized. If you need the device, like if it's really important. If you have an iPad, yeah, sure, update that. If you have your you know, TV OS, sure, update that maybe. But maybe your iPhone, wait a little bit. Yeah. So that's All right. central device. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you found this uh, podcast helpful. We'll be back with a regular episode next week, which will be covering all the other releases that are happening later this week, like GoPro, uh, the Sony price reveal for the PS5. It's an insane week for Techtember. And then later this uh, month, we have, like we said, the Pixel 5 coming out September 30th. We have Samsung with an event, I think the 24th. And yeah, strap in, hold on tight. Uh, this is just getting started and we're the right place to listen to all the news and stay up to date. So I'm signing off. You can take us out. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Share this podcast with your friends, family members. Please follow us on social media at Pinch to Zoom Pod on Twitter, at Pinch to Zoom Podcast on Instagram. That's going to be it for this episode. I'm Stetson. I'm Gabe Air. And Apple One. We look forward to talking to Fitness you. Fitness Plus. In the next All episode. the new branding. It looks Sign like up for the services. I'm going to have to subscribe now. to Gabe Shakur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much exactly. for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Sitting on like a rock hard stool right now. That's my dream. We got two more in this after, house waiting for you. Well, after last episode, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've had nightly terrors about sitting on stools that collapsed underneath me since last episode. I'm not going to be able to keep it together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if this one collapses today, <laughs> that's it. Game over. Just feel. Like